Cliff and Kindle time. Thank you for being a friend. Just like that. Travel down the road and back again. We're bringing it to you. Heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Fine, fine, fine. Make yourself comfortable, Kindle. It's magic time. Focus, focus. It's your magic time. We're bringing it to you. We're bringing it to you. Oh, it is. It's it is magic time this week, Cliff. It is magical here at the Busheltown County Fair. It I feel really is. It just feels magical. It does feel magical. And seeing all of these things, you know, there's a lot of competitions going on. We're in the competition oh, yeah. tent, and there's a lot of things. You know, they've there's got an energy in the air. Oh, it's uh, electric. It's ele- or that could be. It's electric. <laughs> Maybe it's just the electric slide that I'm hearing coming over <laughs> from that one, you know, rotating cyclone. Uh, what you call it? What do you call those things? Tilt a whirl. Roller coasters. Wrong, Kendall. Ah. Wrong. It was a quiz. It was not I me. I wasn't listening. Wasn't me stopping to try and remember. I was a taking word. a wild guess of what you were talking about. So was I, basically. Anyway, Kendall, there's a lot of competitions going on. You know, there's a quilt competition over there. There's the Ooh, apple pie competition. There's. Oh, the, I wish I was eating that one or judging that one. I know. <laughs> so many going on, and of course. Mr. Snodbottom and Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn, they're judging. They've been brought in as expert oh. judges. Mr. Snodbottom's so lucky he's getting judged the biscuit baking competition. I want to be uh, judging the biscuit baking competition. Oh, me? Doesn't that sound good? Just all these just yes. biscuit after biscuit? That does sound really good. I'm- My dream, Cliff, is like the Grinch in, in How the Grinch <laughs> Stole Christmas when they're like shoving food and they're like, try this, try this. And he's like, what's that? And they're like, I don't know. I, that I just want people to be shoving food in my face. <laughs> that's a that's a particular dream. Okay, Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Churn. She is of course judging the big doily competition. Who has created the most beautiful doily? <laughs> Let's face it. She's always judging doily competitions everywhere we go. But now she's actually like been asked to do it. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you just can't help it when you're such an expert. You know, I've been. Yeah. With- well, no bad or no ill. Will from that. I just right. mean that she, because she's such an expert. Such yeah. an expert. Like, I've been with people, you know, I'm extremely musical myself, and I do have perfect pitch, been clinically diagnosed. But I've been with people who. We've all been clinically diagnosed <laughs> with your perfect pitch. Some people fancy themselves as so musically talented that everywhere they go, they hear somebody sing, they're like, whoa, that note. Did you hear that note? It was so. Rough and low, and I'm like, no, you idiot! Just enjoy. Don't judge. Just enjoy it. I of course heard it. I of course could have done it better in my sleep with no preparation, no warm up needed. But I'm not gonna judge these people out there doing their best to entertain the masses, getting the seats filled so, with asses. Yeah. Cliff, speaking of entertaining the masses, Love. so I I don't I know that you're not on, or well, you are on, but you're not on like TikTok as much as I am and I'm sorry that I bring it up but thank you for apologizing I was gonna apologize to the listeners because god let this be another show with 40 year olds talking about fucking TikTok Jesus Christ I mean sorry never mind go on continue it's not the point of what I was talking about it was gonna be about what I saw but (laughs) now I've forgotten (laughs) now I've forgotten no Go ahead. That's a great. It's gonna be a great story. No, I have. I've forgotten. <laughs> so now it's just weird that I just bring up TikTok, but it'll come to me later. I'm sure. Well, what were we even talking about? Something about biscuits? Was it a biscuit TikTok? It, you were something about like entertaining the masses. You entertain the masses, getting know. the seats filled with asses. Trademark me. That's a copyright rhyme. I just. I, I'm a flow. I'm like MC Scat Cat over trust here. Trust me, it probably wasn't important anyway. So let's just move oh, on. Oh, I trust you on that, Kendall. <laughs> All right. What is this show even about? Oh, Cliff. Oh, it's not about the Busheltown County Fair. It's about friendship 
Hacks and tips. Well, that's the first half, anyway. Friendship. 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 But it's a perfect handshake. Other friendships have been forgot. Ours will still be hot. Dot a lot, a lot of pip, pip, pip. Diddle, little, little, poop, poop, poop. Yes, Kendall, hips, hips and tacks. <laughs> hips and tacks. That's that's for when we're older, Cliff. That's the senior version of of our show. Hips, hips and we got tacks. our hip replaced, and and all those damn tacks that we keep stepping on. I know. Now, as two people who are rapidly turning in to Fred Mertz, do you want? Would you want to be one of these Hollywood types? If our, you know, if we had an agent, Bernie, who came to us and said, look at, if you guys could be the the next George Clooney's, if only you would have these toupees glued to your bald heads every three weeks. Would you, do you want, do you want to have to have hair glued to your head? That doesn't sound like anything that I would want. And whenever I would see myself with the glued toupee, I would just be thinking, they did a good glue job this last time. (laughs) Cliff, I used to think when I was younger that I wanted in my older years to have hair glued to my head and pushed out in front of the audience to be on stage and, you know, to be famous when I was younger. But I don't know why. Now as I've gotten older, I just wish to be left alone. <laughs> oh, there's no upside to fame anymore that I can No, see. Well, you. I think maybe things have just gotten so much worse with, the world, the way it is, like it's not, it doesn't seem as glamorous to be famous anymore anyway. But no, no, but, or maybe no, we've just gotten no, older and no, it's, we no, realize it's not important. <laughs> well, they're both, but also, you know, you can't be denied that the people who are famous these days, and of course, it, the, these days, it even depends on who you're asking, who they're even know, because God knows if you ask anybody from the funky generation, 17 and under, they're going to, na- well, you might know these fucking TikTokers, but they're going to tell some TikTokers <laughs> and YouTubers is who and game Twitchers or whatever. That's who they're going to say are famous. And if you ask us, I'm going to go back to the basics. I'm going to say Madonna, Julia Roberts, Sandra Bullock, Tom Cruise. And, you know, if you ask Mrs. Potter Butter Butterchair, Mr. Snobbottom, they're going to say Charlie Chaplin, Myrna Loy, Judy Garland, Ray Bolger. You know, so it's it is all a matter of perspective, and that's I'm also wanting to say there are just no movie stars anymore. And don't ask Charles, except for oh God, didn't Ron Jeremy get locked up? Isn't he in prison now? If I said don't, don't ask him. Oh. You don't want to hear them. Sorry, you don't want to hear it. Kendall, let's change the L subjecto. Back to friendship, friendship, friendship. 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 Now, what friendship. listeners are screaming. That as far as hips and tacks and tips and hacks go, yeah. vis-a-vis friendship, Cliff and Kendall, how have you stayed such close friends over the past 20 plus years? How have you done it? Kendall, if Barbara Walters were alive today and asking us this, what would you say? I would say that we... Embrace each other's individuality. We love what we love them. We love each other without judgment of each other. But we're also so much alike that it's like we're the same person. And so, you know, oddly, we don't love ourselves, but we love each other. (laughs) And we're the same person. So what does that say? What does it say? That's that's what Barbara would follow up with. Kendall, what does that say? And then they'd have to cut the interview. I'd just pull the mic off and walk out. You'd do one of those things. And I'd turn into Tom Cruise. I'd say, Barbara, I think you're being a little glib. And I would get up and <laughs> walk away. you jump up on the couch. i jump up on the couch the and start screaming about Jake Gyllenhaal, how much I love him. And how irritated. Oddly, that is probably what you would do in an interview <laughs> clip. So. I would, and then I would get into it. I'm, you know, given the microphone of something like a Barbara Walters interview. Good thing we're not famous. No, no, no. Nobody listens to this. But I'm saying if anybody out there knows Jake Gyllenhaal's stylist, I have an urgent message, okay? Because, <laughs> you know, he and Lady Gaga, they did this interview, which I didn't watch because I can only stand. So much of actors talk to to each other about the process, and it's not much at all (laughs) that I can stand. Even two people I like, 
I don't want to hear it. Um, but I did look at some photos, and the stylist for Jake, the stylist, you're overplucking his eyebrows again. You don't have to. Let them run free. He has big, beautiful, bushy brown eyebrows, and you're trying to make him a pencil-thin mustache. Don't do it. Don't ruin nature. It's like fracking. That's the facial equivalent of fracking. So don't do it. <laughs> it it's been a big, a big bad trend in Hollywood. The overplucking of eyebrows lately. Well, I, all around. All around. And, and, and I get it. Okay, not everybody wants. And I know that. Uh, listen, stop the pluck. Stop the pluck. And, 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 and I want you to know, Kendall, as 40-year-old men, we know this like nobody else. Eyebrows can go crazy. They, and they often do. And you do want to keep them under control. I get it. Yeah, but, of course. But he has... Big, thick, and I know I'm just thinking that, oh, what a shame that some stylist is like, Jake, you got to get to the, you got to go have them threaded again. It gets, oh, <laughs> and it doesn't do anything. He looks better with the other ones because it just, it's, it makes me think of, like, aren't, doesn't everybody, everybody has an encyclopedic knowledge of what he's looked like all throughout his career. And so when you see him and his eyebrows are thinner, all it does is make me think back to the years when his eyebrows were thicker. And it, that's all it does. That's what society is taking away from this. <laughs> Unless he's one of the few that has, like, male pattern eyebrow loss. Right. Loss. <laughs> right. You know, I'm like, don't stop, stop the, the plug. As Kendall said, stop but, but the Cliff, plug. Like a lot of our conversations, we went from one thing to eyebrows. So I'm steering it back to friendship. Oh, okay. Uh, that clip, it, friendship, just a, especially a long-term friendship like ours. I think friendships are just like marriages. Uh, oh, see. Um, um, but and um, having uh, having a long-term friendship and marriage, I can tell you they're both alike. That it, it just comes to the fact that. When you have long-term friends, those friends, uh, they evolve with each other. They transition. Like, you know, when you go through life changes and you, you go through it with each other and you don't judge and you love each other and you just respect each other. And that's that's how I think we've become friends for so long. We just, we always like, we've, well, we've always had this show to keep us together. You know, it's like Penn and Teller. Even when we want to kill each other, we're like, the show must go on. Although we've never wanted to kill each other. Well, and in one way, our show has been more successful than I Love Lucy because, you know, they started their show so they could work together. And, yeah. And we we haven't gotten divorced. And we, we have haven't. more episodes. So We have more episodes and, than a lot of shows out there if you want to look at it that way. Thank you very much. Now, which sadly means in 10 to 20 years that Nicole Kidman will be playing one of us. As in a <laughs> terrible Aaron Sorkin movie. Maybe they'll just CGI her face on her at that point. <laughs> at that point, she'll just they'll just get her to do the voices of both. Yeah, of us. It, well, they'll put her in a motion capture suit like they did for Polar Express, and she'll just act out our part. But they'll just put our skin over it, and so it'll look like us. Something, something like that. Possibly Eddie Murphy in a clumps suit. Something, you know. We're, we're putting you know. our wishes on on tape right now. We want to work it. All right, Cliff, what do you have to say about friendship? Friendship, friendship, it's just a perfect blend ship. Now, here's the tips. Let's see, where are these tips that the writers sent me about? Oh, this is an urgent friendship bulletin. <laughs> this, you know, our beloved Betty White, she's yep. passed on to cloud to cloud, but they're doing a big special tribute to her 100 years and are they really who but Cher has come to sing a little song we all know and love thank you for being a oh. friend travel down the road and back again your heart is true you're a pal and a confidant and if you're Uh, you know, did your heart explode exist. when you heard that clip? 
Well, you know, occasionally it's just, you know, you get so used to just horrible news and terrible things yeah. and yeah. evil triumphing that, it, but in, even then it's like finding a diamond in the rough to quote mm-hmm. Aladdin. And it's like, well, thank you, God, that something like this and, you know, beautiful and pure yeah. and can still exist in this now, horrible old world. In this horrible world, speaking of, it's funny when something like that does happen. When it, It's like you feel so burdened with bad news that when something like that does happen, you come overcome with emotion. <laughs> You're just like, oh, like I have to hold back tears because it's just so beautiful when something wonderful like that happens and you see it. It makes is. you want to cry. Like the Halloween, a few Halloweens ago, when they did that Hocus Pocus reunion that was hosted by Elvira. And when the credits rolled, I wept openly. No kidding. Exactly <laughs> like that. It's like the first time. Boys, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I have wonderful news. Oh, yes, sir. Oh, yeah, sugar lump. Oh, Chester A. Aardvark. He has won the biscuit competition with his butter rye biscuits. Oh, so delicious, dear. Oh, they were so good, boys. I wish you could have tasted them, but it's very against the rules to go around giving out samples. Oh, yes, dear, we're not supposed to share oh, with anyone. No. We're, as judges, we are we're committed to keeping them in the judges' booth. Oh, no, no, you really you really can't even bring us, can we try the losing biscuits? Oh, no, no. Oh, dear, you shouldn't even, you shouldn't even speak of such things. You can disqualify me. It's very against the bylaws, boys. Oh, bylaws, smilaws. <laughs> now, Mrs. Potter, but a butter term, what about the doily competition, have you crowned a blue ribbon winner oh, yet? Oh dear, it was a lot of, lot of negotiating with me and the other judges, dear. There was so much fierce competition this year. Oh, but Patty Van White, she won this year, dear. She was had such a wonderful doily collection she put together. <laughs> well, I'm glad I know that, you know, she really has been working hard for years in the doily community, and it's finally her oh, year. She's always been a runner-up, dear, but never a winner. <laughs> this year she finally was crowned the queen. <laughs> oh, that's very much like the opposite of you, dear. You're always a winner and <laughs> never a runner-up. Daffodil, please. <laughs> Oh. You make me blush here on the air. <laughs> now, I'm really excited. Well, I'm a little bit sad, and I'll tell you guys why. I might as well own up to it. I'm excited about the baking competition that's coming up later that we've all entered, but Ooh. I have to bow out because, you know, the cookies that I made, I ate them while I was stopped at a red light on the way here to the fair. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sounds plausible. Oh, oh, oh no. goodness, dear. What? Well, do you, do you don't have any left to put into the competition? No, I turned the tray up so I could eat all the crumbs that had fallen out, and oh. that was what... You said you could have just bought a bag of crumbs and they could have at least tasted them. Well, first. I know it's all about taste. Trust me, I've seen enough seasons of the Great British Baking Show to know that. But... I, I would not have gotten a Paul Hollywood handshake or uh, whoever's judging this handshake. So, I, I mean, I thought they were good, but then I was stopped at that red light for a really long time. It, four minutes, at least. Oh, well, that's too bad, boy, but I, I'm afraid you would have been beaten by Mrs. Potter Butter Buttershurn and her peanut butter rye casserole. <laughs> so delicious. Oh, good. Dear well, it is a wonderful recipe from my great great aunt. <laughs> oh yes, you're bound to bring home the blue ribbon, dear. Oh, trust me, it, the, I looked at it, and I, I don't even have to taste it to know that that is a blue ribbon winner. Well, Kendall, I'm glad. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kendall. Kendall's given up already. He himself is in her. He's made some brownies, and Mrs. Uh... Well, I mean, look, I am now. Here's the thing: I'm pretty good at baking. You know, if I just all I gotta do is follow the recipe. Right. But I, I know these judges, and I know like I, I did a little research, a little recon, if you will, uh. and I looked them up, and I saw that they like this special recipe of brownies. So I found it online, printed it out, 
and I made that exact recipe. So I'm a shoe. It's all about knowing your audience. Cook. I don't know that that is even that fair. Sounds, sounds like cheating if it oh, if it does to it me. It sounds very much like cheating. And oh no! Perhaps we Socrates need said, to go. "Know thyself." Oh, oh, oh and you have that, to know that your audience. Us over for a judge group photo. Oh goodness! Oh, 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 yeah. But I must feel the lift. That's my good side. Oh, all of your sides are equally beautiful. <laughs> Oh, keep me out of it. All my sides are bad. The bad side. That's why no one asked you or I to go. Like spaceballs. I got the good side, or he got the good side, I got the bad side. He got on the bad side. The bad news is, Kendall, that the show is continuing on, but the good news is... the bad news. It's time for a segment, and that's not a joke. It's time for... Say it louder for the people in the back, Cliff. That's not a joke. Jokes. These are bad, though, so they are bad, just so you know. Just so you know. It's right there in the title. Uh, we don't lie. We, we keep all the information right up front. Mama didn't lie. She didn't lie. All right, Cliff. A young boy. Uh-oh. He enters a barber shop, and the barber whispers uh, to his customer, this is the dumbest kid in the world. Watch. I'm going to prove it to you. And the barber, he puts uh, a dollar bill in one hand and two quarters in the other. Then he calls the boy over and asks, hey, which do you want, son? And the boy takes the quarters and he leaves. He said, what did I tell you? The kid never learns. Uh-oh. Well, later, the customer, he goes out and he sees the kid coming out of the ice cream parlor. He said, hey, son, may I ask you a question? Why did you take the quarters instead of the dollar bill? And so the boy licked his ice cream and said, because the day I take the dollar, the game is over. Oh. That's a smart kid. Take 50 cents every day instead of a dollar and it being over. Oh, God. So true, Kendall. What wise... The long con. Financial advice there. Oh. What has a bed that you can't sleep in? A river. Oh, why were the teacher's Ooh. eyes crossed? Well, she couldn't control her damn pupils. Kendall, uh, how does the ocean say hello? Well, it waves. Kendall, what lights up a soccer stadium? A fucking soccer match. Kendall, what (laughs) creature is smarter than a talking parrot? A spelling bee. All true. All true. All true. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Cliff, a taxi passenger, he tapped the driver of the taxi on the shoulder to ask him a question. The driver Uh-oh. screamed, lost control of the car, nearly hit a bus, went up on the footpath, stopped inches from a shop window. Oh. Uh, oh. That's what, that's, what the, that's what he did, because he was so scared. The driver screamed, um, lost control of the car. Oh, I already said that part. For a second, everything was quiet in the cab. Then the driver said, look, don't ever do that again. You scared the living shit out of me. Oh, and the shit. passenger apologized and said, I didn't realize a little tap would scare you that much. And the driver said, sorry, it's not your fault. This is my first day as a cab driver. I've been driving a hearse for the last 25 years. Oh. <laughs> not used to the tap, Cliff. Not used to the tap. Oh, why did the drum take a nap? It was B. Oh. Kendall, why did the tomato turn red? It saw the salad dressing. Kendall? Now, why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? Because it's pointless, idiot. Kendall, what do you call two monkeys that share an Amazon account? Prime mates. Ooh, that one makes me want to barf. Kendall, why are teddy bears (laughs) never hungry? Because like Cliff and Kendall, they're always stuffed. And Kendall, why? Why? Why, God? Why did the tree go to the dentist? Well, it needed a root canal for God's fucks, fucks, fucks. Oh, fucks, no. Fucks, 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 fucks. Root canal. Hate root it. Root canal humor. I love it. Cliff, an MIT. Now, this is what you're going to have to pay close attention to. I will really try. Um, in, an MIT linguistics professor was lecturing his class the other day in English. He said, All a right. double negative forms a positive. All However, right. in some languages, such as Russia, a double negative remains a negative. But there isn't a single language, not one, in which a double positive can express a negative. And a voice from the back of the room said, Yeah, right. Oh, got him. Got him, Cliff. Kendall, where do sheep go to get their hair cut? 
the Baba Shop. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Kendall, you'll never guess why in the hell. I love that. I got that look from my joke, and you're making these jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Kendall, listen, I'm just trying to live up to the... Well, you did as well. These are bad. These are very bad jokes. Yeah, see, I told you. We were up front about it all. the mandate. You did. It was a mandate. It was a mandate. Kendall, what do you get when you cross a snake with a pie? A python. Now, why is Peter Pan always flying? He never lands. And now, speaking of flying, why do seagulls fly over the sea? Because if they flew over a bay, they would be bagels. Kendall, how do you know when the moon... Me, don't you love... I could eat... Speaking of our God... Our God-blessed friend, Louis Anderson, yeah. on Cloud to Cloud, that we were just talking about. I could eat bagel after bagel, the way he ate toast after toast. Yeah, keep them coming. And I, let me let me amend that. I can and have eaten bagels the way he ate toast yeah. over and over. A baker's dozen. A baker's dozen. Then I go find another baker and another dozen. <laughs> keep it coming. And finally, Kendall, for me in this round, that one was the one about bagels. Oh, this is this I don't relate to. When, how do you know when the moon has had enough to eat? It's full. Full. Full moon here. Anyway, Kendall, finally, this is just more of an aside. It's just something I was thinking about the other day as I was pondering things. Why did the witches team lose the baseball game? Because their bats flew away. They um, flew away. Kendall, I'm no longer joking with you. Uh, uh, uh. I've stopped joking with you for a while now. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. I got so much gas. Oh, God. God? <laughs> oh, God. He can't help you now, Cliff. He can't help you now. <laughs> you got any more things to say about friendship, friendship Cliff? Friendship. Friendship. Oh, it was. What did I see? One of the things it said that in this book about people's dying deathbed confessions. Uh, many people confess that. That's uh, I, that's what you'll be confessing. I, I don't have to confess it on my deathbed, Kindle. I've already done it. People already know. <laughs> but it said one of the big things people say in their last breath is they say, I wish that I'd kept in closer touch with my friends. Why did I let stupid work deadlines and this and that and the other, all, you know, waiting in line at the post office and, you know, having to paint the fence or whatever people I was doing. I should have kept up with my friends. So, listeners, don't. Don't sleep on it. Don't die. Don't die. die. Wishing. Die. You'll die, listeners, if you do this. You, Your deathbed thing that you say to the nurse, you'll say, I remember the Cliff and Kendall episode where Cliff told me to keep in touch with my <clears throat> friends and Kendall belched. He told you that, too. And, he told you that, oh, too. I was reiterating. Okay, well, anyway. And then, the, then they will, all this, the person will die without getting to say, but I wish <laughs> I had taken his advice so don't do that listeners take your own advice which is to listen to my advice and don't die the way that one listener is going to okay okay got it don't do it okay 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 got it got it got it got it got it got it i've got to take a break and then i want to see you when you put those brownies in front of the judges i want to see if they go crazy like you think they're going oh they're gonna go crazy i'm so excited let's let's go try it out let's see what happens all right we'll be right back after this get any funny ideas there's more funny cliff and kindle coming up so stick around if you're swinging if you're boating if you're pitching if you're floating you need Nestle's quick and milk this summer what a great break but i'm glad we're back Back for more, just like Cliff and Kendall. Rolling, 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 rolling
stop the plot. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. No, no, no. fried dough ball oh is that what that was belch uh, yeah this white stuff i'm belching out is powdered sugar because i asked for a double i had a funnel cake went in. <laughs> yeah oh sorry there's a big cloud of powdered sugar now all in the booth <laughs> oh, but it, it, i just had to eat it really quick <coughs> oh it's, it is thick <clears throat> now, yeah oh now it's, it's landing on the bell and it's ringing it as it lands God, but that's heavy powdered sugar. It's it was I asked for a double and now went, you know, anyway. We're back and we're better than ever here on the friendship better than show. Ever. And what we're gonna do now, we're gonna think in sort of terms of an alternate universe where where I'm going to the nineteen fifties television show. And what we have now is entering a different universe. Yeah, submitted for your approval. Yes. Is the a, a different universe where Cliff and Kendall aren't the inextricable pair you've come to know them as? And what if we were in our own different group of fictional friends, like a group of Golden Girls or my beloved Carrie Miranda and Charlotte? <sighs> oh God! From and just like that, the whole new chapter of Sex in the City, which is one of the few reasons I get up in the morning. Folks, it's just like if you were watching a television show about the two of us, and then all of a sudden one season they're like, they both went into a coma and they woke up in these different universes. Right. This is, this is what you. This is what you. This is what the season would. This be. is an alternate. Which sometimes do you do this? Sometimes when a show does something really weird, I just I have to make it make sense to myself in some way, like. Uh-huh. And, and like, and I wish, of course, one of the great wishes, if I did get a genie wish, it would be that the Golden Palace, the spinoff of Golden Girls, I wish it had run for 20 seasons, but it only ran for yeah. one season, which makes it a little bit of a weird thing that they went off and did and did a hotel. So I think of that as just like a story that Blanche was writing, and she just thought, what would it yeah, be like if yeah. we ran a hotel with Don Cheadle and <clears throat> Cheech? What would that be like if yeah. Dorothy... For, after for, the, for the canon of the show, you have to... It, it has to stay in somebody's memory or imagination. Right. Like, kind of now, I think of the Connors, the show. I'm thinking, this is Roseanne, one of her other stories about her family. She's thinking, what if I died? And it went on yeah. like this. And, you know, what if that happened? And so that's what I think. And not, you, you know, and that, and that, 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 and that makes it acceptable for me. Do you, do you do things? Are you that compulsive? Yes, I do. Like I am. Yes, I have to. I have to to get through life. To get through life. Well, that brings us back. Everybody's <laughs> living in their own fantasy world. Everybody's making up their own fantasies to live in. Kendall, it's a world of fantasy, a world of laughter, a world of fun. And so let's let's share our fantasies with our listeners. Yes. Please. So, and this is one of our friendship fantasies in our alternate universe. So we have upped it to four. We're each choosing. Four friends. It would be like if we walked in to the Golden Girls house and and they just said, "Hey, we're you we're gonna build you a room next to the Lanai, and you got to move yeah. in with yeah. the four. Now, to be honest, to be honest, it was hard not to just say three. You know, all four Golden Girls as my people. Well, see, that's but, the thing, and it was very hard for me not to just say Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte. And I'll yeah. just be... But for the sake of the quality of the right. show and for the love of our listeners, 
we pushed it a step further and we put together an eclectic fun group of people for our fun our, our friend group cliff should i flip a space coin to see who's gonna talk about their first person oh you might first. as well in the first person all right in the first place call call it i'm calling heads heads it is you go first all right so my friendship group Kendall, when I look at these friends of mine, which was the original title of Ellen, the sitcom, folks, in case you're ever on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and it gets up to the $500,000 question. I won't remember, but I'll call you. I'll call a friend. Phone a friend. They should really just let you text a friend, shouldn't they, at this point? Because you might not answer. You're like, who is this? What's the number? I'm busy. I would. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, back to the show. Kendall, my first friend, these are in no particular order, but how could it be any other way that one of my very best friends would, of course, be, she's so funny, she's so glamorous, and she's just so macabre. She would all have to be Elvira, would have to be one of my closest friends. Of course, it goes without saying. So, you know, we take day trips in the macabre mobile we you know watch terrible movies and make uh, funny comments about them and do little skits and stuff <laughs> it would just be the best time at, with elvira and all of our other friends more to come more to come yeah that's just part of it cliff it's just part of it that's just me and elvira who's on your friendship crew candle well cliff well, i'm gonna start out now Again, no particular order, but this first person, see, I, I think I would I'd want this person in my friend group because not only he's fun and eclectic and kind of out there and wild, but he also has a lot of uh, things he brings to the table. Like he can, if I want to go back in time and change history, he's my guy. Doc Brown, Cliff, you got to have him in your friend group. All the thing, what Think about all the inventions he's going to make for me. When I have him in my friend group, I'm be like, "Oh, I'm so fat, and I can't lose weight." And he'll just like create something that'll make me so thin. Like it's gonna be great to have a, a scientist in the crew. Scientist in the crew that would help in your little capers that you would be going on. Yeah, I, I will have a Delorean at my disposal. Exposal <laughs> at my disposal. <laughs> <laughs> my disposal. It would, it would, in the flux capacitor and the time-space continuum. It's fluxing, yeah. Yes, yes, don't disrupt the continuum. But more friends to come, Cliff. I won't, I I have a strict no disruption of the space-time continuum policy. Don't do it. (laughs) Oh, all right, more friends to come. I guess we better get to, better get to segments, right? Better get to segments. Oh, that's... Oh, what, what should we do first? Let's... Well, we, you want to hear something weird? We better get Mr. Snob out of... Oh! Mrs. Put-a-put-a-put-a-a. Hey, guys. Where are they at? Where are they? Hey, come in here. Look, come oh, in here dear, while they're yes, judging. Oh, goodness. The, the anticipation <laughs> is just dense out there, dear. We're so excited. I'm rooting for you, sugar lump. I know they're going to love your peanut butter and rye casserole. Well, now, Kendall, I saw your brownies. and uh, Did you burn them? Because they were awfully black. No, it was like... I don't. It's just an odd recipe. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. But it's it was their re- the guest or the judge's favorite recipe, so I stuck to it. Well, what was odd about it though? Well, it it said to put charcoal in it, which it, I've never heard of. But I guess it gives it like a maybe like a roasted taste or something. <laughs> I, don't... I didn't try them. I, it wasn't my taste. Dear, did you say charcoal like burnt wood? Okay. Well, they. they... <laughs> Oh well, it was like it wasn't like burnt wood. It was like I mean, it was like compacted burnt wood. But it, you know, it's like charcoal, like you put in the in the grill. Boy, oh, 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 I, I think you've made some kind of a terrible judgment error, boy. Now look, I've got the hold on. I've got the recipe over here. Just look. Hold on, um, everybody. Oh, there, look right here. See, look right there. Charcoal. No. Oh dear, I think that said cocoa. Coco. Dear, I think that smudge. It's, it's ruined the site, dear, but it says cocoa. Yeah, no, did you dribble food on the Uh-oh. recipe? Were you eating while you were cooking? 
Well, it's too late now. They're already trying it. I hope they don't it. vomit all over all the other desserts. I hope they don't vomit all over crockpots, whatever she made, her butternut rye krispies. Who knows? Hey, maybe this will be something nobody's ever tried before. This might be, this could be a revolution. I somehow doubt that. Yeah, I doubt it. I think this is more of a disaster. <laughs> I'm going to start praying for the judges right away. Oh, that's kind of weird. All right, well, while you do that, We've got something weird to share, and it's a segment called Do You Want to Hear Something Weird? If you're asking the question, maybe we would say no. Oh, I think this is not at all the appropriate time, boys. Hey, it's more of a rhetorical question. We know you want to hear it. Now, you guys are going to want to hear this. This is so weird, okay? Police in Ireland are investigating reports that the body of a dead man was brought to a post office in an attempt to collect his pension. Can you believe somebody's out there acting out weekend at Bernie's to collect a pension? <laughs> oh my gosh, the dead have risen again. He was uh, appeared to be a man in his 60s. He was dragged into the post office. They must have noticed something was wrong when they were dragging him. Uh, and they were pro- he was propped up by He's two fine. younger men. <laughs> when questioned by the staff, the two fled, leaving behind the older man who was found to be dead. They just left him there? They left him there oh, and kindled to save him. goodness, what a terrible, just yeah. awful thing to do to the body, dear. Disgrace. Oh, 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 uh, horrible. I'm going to stop praying for that person's family right after I pray for the judges. Pray for him now. Add him to my prayer list tonight, dear. Well, guys, I understand, but that was a weird news item had to be shared. It was weird. Had to, had to share it. I got one I have to share. Um, a dog was saved last week when someone thought outside the bun. Oh, um, fudge. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pun for you. Millie, a three-year-old Jack Russell Terrier Whippet mix, disappeared after slipping out of her leash in, in, in England. Um, and according to the Facebook post, it said that she was rescued after they were using a drone to look for this dog. And they found her on these like flats where the tide was going to come in. It was real dangerous. It was scary. This like three days into the search. So they tied a hot dog to a string and put it on a drone and they lured the dog back to safety. Isn't that such a heartwarming story and also weird? Hot dog and a dog. Oh, damn, I'm just my, so happy they oh, saved oh, the little dog. My Uncle Pepperoni, he had a dog called Mortimer, and we would throw frankfurters out into the yard, and he would chase them for hours and hours. It's something that all dogs do, boy. <laughs> Uh, all dogs go to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. This is true. Jesus pets and lets them chew his shoe. Jesus, take the mic. <laughs> an Iranian man broke an unusual Guinness World Record by balancing 85 spoons in various locations on his body. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa is right. Abul... Let me get closer so I can read this <laughs> name. Abul Fazl. <laughs> I can't be his name. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Abul Fazl Saber Mokhtari. 50. He's 50 years old, folks. Kendall, maybe in 10 years you can do this. He broke the world record because he's been balancing spoons on his body since he was a child. It's been a lifelong thing. And after years of effort, he finally got 85 (laughs) spoons. I don't think you just start doing that one day. I think you have to start as early as a child for that. You do, and if you see the pictures, guys, it's he's just got them. It's almost like he's got them all over his shoulders. It looks kind of like an armor breastplate. But it's all spoons, and it's they're just lined up. I don't know. You know, I can't see it from all the way and over here. I don't know how they're... I don't know how he did it, folks. It's a dang record. It's a dang oh, record. Oh, that's not very weird, either. More of a misuse of silverware, boy. Oh, yes, dear, they have well, to clean all that silverware after using it before someone uses it to eat on, I hope. Um, well, I have a... 
I have another weird thing for you. So, um, Clip, if you would have been in Missouri uh, State, uh, 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 you would have gotten a, te- a thing on your phone, uh, an, uh, like an Amber Alert or whatever they call it. Oh, um, no. And it would have said, Authorities in Gotham City, Missouri, were searching for a purple and green 1978 Dodge 3700 GT. Cliff, now, I don't know if you know, you know, there is no Gotham City, Missouri. And the car reference was the one used by the Joker in the 1989 Batman movies. Soon Uh after the alert, the patrol sent out another saying, Disregard! (laughs) In a a brief note, they said it was really just a test that they were going to send out to the, I guess, the other members or something. I don't know what it was, but somehow it just got sent out to everybody. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Weird. that is weird, but... I mean, if you're going to send out texts, that is asking people to play Batman. If you're saying, look, criminals are in a Joker car, look for the Joker car, you're going to have all these armed idiots out there, and everybody's going to get shot. So Gotham City, Missouri, or whatever, don't do it. Don't do it. It's a plea. It's a plea from the Cliff and Kendall gang. Please. Oh, Sugar Lump, we've really got to get back out there. The judges are starting to move toward your casserole, and I want to see their eyes light up with delight when they take that first spoonful. Oh, I hope their eyes aren't turning green from eating Kendall's baked goods. <laughs> oh, oh, I hope it was an big... accident. It looks scorched. All right. Um, All right. Oh. You know, charcoal, they say, is a good, like, filter. So maybe just filter their bodies or something. It'll help them. Oh, God. I hope there's not reports of mass deaths tomorrow because of your <laughs> whole thing there, Kendall. But anyway, what is... Time to add to your friend group, Cliff. My friend group. Kendall, how could it be? Then uh, this other friend, Elvira and I, when we're out cavorting, Doing friend type things, so we might want somewhere to go, sort of a pad, sort of a playhouse that we might want to hang around in. And so we make our way to Puppet Land, and who is there but our old pal? I love you too, Pee Wee. Pee Wee, Pee Wee Herman. We'll always be friends. Pee Wee, Elvira, and me. Imagine the, oh my God, the shenanigans. Can you imagine, Kendall, what we would get up to? In the playhouse alone, let alone in the outside world. Oh my God. I'm going to, if if we, if our friend groups ever meet, I'm going to be so tired of whenever we say the magic word, you are all screaming. Ah! Oh, no, no, no. You'll love it. You'll get into it, Kendall. You. And uh, Doc Brown, he's going to love it, too. You're going to need help from my friend group, let me just tell you, because you guys are going to get into so many shenanigans. Oh, yeah. So it's a good thing that the next friend in my group is Dumbledore. Uh-oh. Dumbledore. You know, he can fix all the problems that Doc Brown creates, hopefully. <laughs> you know, and he also, with the magic, like, he can he can do all kind of stuff. And he he's going to protect me from any of the Death Eaters, obviously. But... I, what, who, what could you want? That's a great friend to have. Expecto Patronum. Yes, those are some good friends. You and Doc Brown. Hell yeah, they are. Just, you just <laughs> wait till you hear the next two. Oh, you just wait. Because I, what I think of is, you know, I think of like, I, me personally, I think of the, and just like that gals at the, you know, the lunch ta- table, having lunch together. Yeah. And yeah. so, or the Golden Girls sitting in their living room together. So I imagine yeah. now we've got Kendall, Dumbledore, and Doc Brown. Exactly. There's a theme can, going on. Can you on. see it now? Oh, <laughs> but just wait till the next two clip. You see, I started with the with the workforce of the group. Okay. And and we'll be transitioning to the fun of the group coming okay. up. All right, all right. Just bear with me. Trust uh, the, the process. No bearing needed, Kendall. I'm loving it. I'm I'm living for it. All right, Kendall. One. Let's do one more before we segment off into another segment. My next friend. Okay. Me, Elvira, Pee Wee. We're out and about doing shenanigans, right? <laughs> and. <laughs> 
You know, every once in a while, we are going to get into some trouble. And if we're with our other friend, we will not. Um, there's no way we can't help but stumble into trouble damn near all the time. Kendall, because our good friend, Jessica Fletcher, is here. Oh. oh. But luckily, as... we solving murders left and right. Yeah, me, Pee-wee Elvira, let's, and Jessica Fletcher, we all go away for the weekend to, you know, some kind of, like, tropical locale. And a murder. Murder in the lobby. And, of course, Jessica can't help but notice a bunch of different things. All the clues, and me, Elvira Pee-wee, we help her crack the case. Is that not... Oh, my God. What? Uh, Hollywood! You're going to need a wizard and a mad scientist, Cliff, <laughs> to get you out of some of those troubles. Oh, no, no. And I love the thought. Jessica Fletcher. She gets us out of it all. So we don't need anybody I love the thought of you, Jessica Fletcher, Elvira, and Pee Wee Herman all sitting in a room. And, and you yeah. don't think that that's any more odd than me sitting with Doc Brown and Dumbledore. <laughs> I don't think it's odd you sitting with Doc Brown and Dumbledore. I'm just saying... Like, oh, here's some old dudes. And I like how... Oh, you've only seen them in their professional setting. You haven't seen them having a party. I have seen them having a party. I've seen all the same movies that you have. Well, yeah, you have a you have a great group of friends, and we, we lift each other up, Cliff, with all of our skills for each other. I'm building an empire over here in this new dimension we're oh, living in. I, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta rule the dimension, Cliff. Oh, I see. I just have us all going out to lunch. Oh, uh, well, speaking of lunch, Cliff, my next guest on my friend group. So, first of all, I have to, I have to say this, because this person was gonna... I, this is a person that didn't make the list, but I wanted to, but I had to, I had to take her off, because I just couldn't have the responsibility of all those children of Salem. And that was Winifred Sanderson. Uh, but I thought, I've already got, you know, I got Dumbledore to help me with uh, magic. So, so anyway, the next person on my list is Truvy Jones, Cliff, from Steel Magnolias. Because uh, now, not only is she going to be so much fun to be gossiping with, and she's really going to get the humor of Doc Brown <laughs> and Dumbledore. Oh, yeah. And we're all just going to be laughing and joking. Because, you know, Truvy, she can handle anybody. She knows all kind of people. And she's just going to get along with all of us. And she also is going to be able to give me great haircuts all the time. Oh, what a good haircut. She'll be able to do it. She'll make me look thinner to go with my new Dumbledore improved magical thinner body. Oh, I thought Doc Brown was going to invent a pill to make you think. Well, they're going to have to work together. They're going to have to work together. For you, they would both have to work a lot in of tandem. Magic and science together. Yeah. They, they, these things have to be used hand in hand, Cliff. You can't push one away. Hand in hand. Speaking of hand in hand, how about we go hand in hand into the next segment, which is so stupid. It could only be called Stupid Questions. Is that correct? It's time for some stupid questions! Oh, oh they are stupid, Cliff. And again, I'm sticking to the mandate. Stupid. Oh, God. All right. Cliff, if you if had me, to pick. I. If I. Any character in a book, movie, or TV show who is most like you. Yeah. Who do you choose? Well, Kendall, this is a character from a book that you can find a lot of places. In your local bookstores everywhere. You can. It is in local bookstores. It's also in many hotel rooms across America. Someone so kind and giving and loving and the travel guide? Open and just wants to use their powers to make the world a better place. And though the only perfect thing about me is my pitch. I would have to say, Jesus Christ. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. And what a there you go. There you go. 
go. He's so humble. You want so humble. Honest answers from honest co-hosts. All right, Cliff. If you had to pick one of these things that you had to do, skydiving, bungee jumping, or scuba diving, which would you do? I mean, it's easy choice for me. Probably skydiving. Whoa! Okay. What would you do? Scuba diving? Scuba diving, yeah. Stay my ass on the ground. I would. I don't like... I don't know. I feel like the water might... If it was, like, really scary... Like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, probably scuba diving, too. But if they said I it... I mean, and it, that's scary. And that's... You know. It's scary, but yeah. I'm just not up in the air. That's too scary. Oh, it just... Ooh, the thought of falling is terrifying to me. I'd rather be in the dark deep. No, see, I was thinking, well, you know, you just get real drunk and then you just fall out. <laughs> well, Cliff, you know I'm off the sauce. Off the so sauce. Oh God, Kendra, you gotta find something else All to right. be on. All right, Cliff, if you were an if you were an animal, I which animal, animal are you gonna be? But then again, no. What animal would I really want to be? Uh. Uh, wild horses. I'd want to be a wild horse. A stallion. You just want to run free. A stallion running free, right? Doesn't that sound good? With long manes oh, of hair. Yeah. <laughs> Muscular body working in top form. Doesn't that sound great? Oh, with somebody riding on your wild back. Bareback. Horses. <laughs> you went there, Kendall, not me. I was keeping it. Family style. I did go there. Well, Cliff, nobody said this was a family show <laughs> when we started it today. So, I didn't know. Got the explicit. It is marked explicit on iTunes. Cliff, if you had a reality television show about your life, uh, what would the theme song be? Theme song would be just uh, just the, something tragic. The, something sad. <laughs> something tragic. The, you know, probably the... Something in a minor key, if you will. Yeah, the funeral march. The Alfred Hitchcock funeral march. Because if you're showing the real reality, it just... The eating and eating. I want to see somebody's real reality where it's just all of the worst part. It's just like, it's just them eating and then like shitting. And <laughs> like just sitting on the toilet. Yeah, like like all the parts that they would take out. Where a real, real reality show, they want to make a narrative, a little story of the week, and this is going on. They're going to show the interesting parts. Cut all that out. Show the them, you know, do, doing whatever it takes along, like sitting and doing a crossword or something. They're sitting and you know trying to buff their shoes or whatever. They're going to a sh- one of those shoe shine booths or whatever. <laughs> That's what the world's missing, Cliff. A show That's about shoe shining. Missing. That's what it's missing. Uh, ha- isn't, uh, haven't we seen the rest? All right, Kendall, that was stupid. And that's all the time we have for Stupid Questions. Oh, God. So stupid. So stupid. All right, Kendall, our last stupid. friend. My pals, we're out. Imagine us at a local eatery, folks. Me and Pee Wee. Elvira. And. Yeah, we're probably doing that over there. Jessica Fletcher's there. That's what she's doing, yeah. She's at Connecting the Dots. Yeah, and Jessica, she's telling us about a murder she just solved. And Elvira, she's like, wow, Jessica, I thought my life was macabre. And then <laughs> Pee Wee, he's like, Jessica, you're such a good detective. And she'll say, Pee Wee, I know you are, but what am I? And then our final <laughs> fifth friend will walk in. And of course, all heads will turn <gasps> because she's world renowned. And, you know, imagine the scene, the sun glow behind her. She takes off her Hollywood movie star sunglasses and her, her head and her blonde hair sort of shimmers as world famous Miss Piggy walks in oh, Miss Piggy. to join us for lunch. And she's coming. Oh, but she's going to steal the spotlight wherever you guys go. Well, you know, but she's going to bring, uh, speaking of gossip, she's going to bring the Hollywood gossip. Tell us. 
what's going on with all the Hollywood stars, the elite, and the other Muppets. And see, and you got somebody that knows karate. That's right. And so we're all, exactly. Hi-ya! We're covered <laughs> in case Jessica knows too much about one of the murders. Mm-hmm. Kendall. There you go. What a crew. Look at that crew. Look at them. What a crew. Oh, so Cliff, I have one more for you, for my friend group. One more. Cliff, if you thought I had a, an eclectic group of people before. Oh, Truvy, Doc you just, Brown. You just turn your head. Double door. You guys are at the Applebee's. And then who is coming in? Oh, Cliff. Well, of course, that last spot is for none other than Thelma Harper. <laughs> because somebody has to keep us in line. And, you know, I think she can keep us in line. She also, you know, God love her, will keep us fed. You know, she's such a lovable old woman that I just, I think she should be around us just to help out with, with our whole friend group to to be the comic relief, if you will. We got we got a lot of, lot of uptight you know, scientists and wizards. We need a little <laughs> little jokester. Well, you know, but Dumbledore, he certainly had a fun side and whimsical side. Well, we all have a fun side. Yeah, of course. So, and Doc But Brown. isn't Thelma Harper a great addition to my team? Thelma Harper, wake up and smell the coffee, Kendall. You know she is. <laughs> oh, I got all the beloved. I ones. can't wait until the crossover Christmas when our universes collide. And all ten of us. Oh, I can't eat them. We can start a new Just the Ten of Us show. We'll reboot that, and it'll be us. All of our friends Just, together. Oh, I can't wait to see all of them. Oh, Cliff, look, they are about to announce the winner of the Bake Off. Oh, they are. Oh. Uh, who's it going to be? Is it, is it me, Cliff? Is it me? What are they going to say? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, no, they picked up yours, <laughs> and they dropped it in the trash can. Oh, I hey, that a- I spent a lot of time on those. That was a big bust. Oh, that's what they say about me whenever I go in to get a new suit. Oh, oh my God. Kendall, Charles the Contractor and his vanilla mayonnaise custard has won the bake-off. Oh my God, that sounds horrible. Oh, they must just be all big mayonnaise fans. I'd rather eat charcoal. (laughs) <laughs> well, you'll have the opportunity to go get back out of the trash over there. You know, I bet that after they ate my charcoal brownies, they, they, their palate was like cleansed and it just tasted so good of whatever they were going to eat next. I would imagine that, they, that that's right. They voted it number one. So it's my, with my help, Charles won. You probably permanently ruined all those judges' taste buds, Kendall. They'll never want <laughs> well, anything other than vanilla mayonnaise custard. Me personally, I'm going to get... Crock-Pot's Butternut Rock Krispies and just go home. It's better for me to ruin their lives than Charles. Well, everybody's life is going to be ruined by something. Consequently, probably, everybody ruins someone's life here and there without even knowing it. Good thing we have such a good friend group. We have a good friend group. One of them's here. He's got the last word today. Hey, what's that? Made you look. All right, made you look, Kendall. Made you look. Don't got nothing for that one. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com. Well, you're such a friend to me, just like Ethel and Lucy. And for being a friend, I thank you. But for the times when we're apart, Well then listen to this show And you'll hear these words right from my heart And feel the friendship of your co-host We're sassy, we're obese You can always bet dollars to hash on that And just like that
Alright, Kendo, that was stupid.